Hello, and good morning to you. I'm Bruce. And I'm Mike. And we're with Tech Connect. And Tech Connect is very important to you, and you may not realize that now, but after you're listening to a series of our podcasts about the kinds of technologies that are available to you every day, whether it be for entertainment, education, employment, or just information and research. All these things will come together in our conversations with you so that you appreciate how much more these devices can add to your life. And we're baby boomers, just like you. Basically, this is baby boomers talking to baby boomers about the new technology. So sit back, relax, and listen. Hello everyone, this is Tech Connect, and we're here for our first episode of Baby Boomers Talking to Baby Boomers about the new technology. I'm Bruce. And I'm Mike. And we're your host, and we're two guys that have followed this technology for a long time with regard to all the items and information we give you and we talk about, a lot of it we have already tested and have done research regarding it so that we are looking at the latest and the most ubiquitous items that you can use. In other words, we did all the front footwork and you can just take our word for the fact that these are the items that you might want to get. And, and reflecting on what we're going to talk about, basically we're going to talk about what's new, but the backdrop or the premise of what we're talking about has been around for a while when we talk about this technology, consumer electronics, and the things that we need today that help us live a better life. But it all started back when we were much younger and we all had what was called an ecosystem. As you all know what an ecosystem is, and if not, you can do some research and find out what an ecosystem is, but we had one. But it was an analog ecosystem. And it would start with a product as simple as your first landline telephone. And of course, we had a landline telephone, and some of the technology that was associated with a landline phone was an answer machine. Yeah, I remember those old answer machines. It had a little tape, and the person would leave a message on the tape and you had to go home and replay that message on the tape. We all had one. And the good part about it, even that machine in itself evolved. Because then you can actually be away from your home and you can call into your answer machine and get your messages anywhere you were located through another telephone system by putting in a code. So we all, we have always used the technology and you have to become comfortable with it and that's all we're talking about here now things are happening very quickly we just came through the pandemic everything was on facebook and zoom meetings and everything else so it's taking us into a new world very quickly and as older people we have to adapt and pull out what is going to be useful to us and make our lives comfortable as we age 
But I want to take a step backwards because I really want to focus on this ecosystem again. Okay. Because we talked about a landline phone and answer machine, but there are other parts of those of that ecosystem that we had that made our life enjoyable. Uh, remember those stereo systems that we had back in those days? Yeah, I remember the stereo system. I had my reel-to-reel tape recorder since I was in high school. <laughs> and of course, I had myself a system that comprised of an integrated stereo system that had the speakers, uh, the receiver for the AM and FM radio, and the turntable. And boy, did I love that stuff. And then at some point, unlike you, where you had a nice reel-to-reel, I had to settle for a cassette deck. <laughs> yeah, and we had the, remember the uh, recordings were on vinyl. You had what was called a record, and you had to turn it over. Oh. Listen to one side at a time, and the, the needle would wear out periodically, and you had to replace the needle on your turntable. But we loved those devices, and we enjoyed the entertainment that we received from them. I don't know, Bruce. I scratched up a lot of records messing around with that turntable needle. And you know, they had all the accessories that you would keep your records clean. We had to squirt some fluid on there, and they gave you a little brush, and you would wipe your records clean to get all the dust off, so it would minimize the, the pops and the ticks and all that stuff. I don't miss those days at all. <laughs> no, I sure don't. In fact, Mike, I remember you got the first... Uh, CD player that I have oh, heard. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and we I was over your house, and uh, you put in a... a uh, I think it was, was Stevie Wonder. It was Stevie Wonder. Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder had made one of the first digitally recorded CDs. And I remember what came to mind was, to me, it just sounded like complete darkness, and the sound was like little bits of light coming out of it. It was just so pure and clean, and... That was it. From there on, <laughs> I had to have CDs. And unbeknownst to us, for most of us, that was our first foray into transi- transitioning from an analog world to a digital world. It was upon us, but we didn't know it. But when it finally came, it came like a train or a tsunami. Uh, but other things that we had back then were calculators that we had. Uh, nice color TVs that were typically somewhere between 19 inches and 35 inch TVs and boy we worked on those big screens we thought we had oh a big screen TV with a nice VCR uh, even had pagers remember those pagers yeah I remember the pagers and <laughs> go for our... <laughs> you always look so important when you got a page and you can take out your pager and run to a, a, a payphone. payphone and make a call <laughs> Like Superman, right? <laughs> but that was that was the technology, and as it, as it came along, we used it. Yeah, I even had a micro cassette recorder, so I can save my messages uh, through the course of the day to remind myself about uh, little projects I had to do or people I had to get uh, return phone calls. But it was very handy. It was about maybe the size of a small transistor radio. But here again. That was part of our digital, well, no, our analog ecosystem. And so now, we're here today and talk about what we have now. It's probably a very crucial device that is really the key component of our digital ecosystem that we have today. And that's your smartphone. Your smartphone is not just a phone. And I think if you look at it uh, 
spend any time with it, you'll find that no, it's not just a smart, it's just not just a phone. It does a myriad of other things that enhance your life. So when you first purchase your new smartphone, and probably you should try to get one that is relatively new because the updates keep coming and you want to be able to update your smartphone so that uh, you get all of the new security uh, apps, etc., and the changes that they want to make to make your phone more secure. So because this your smartphone is such a pivotal item in your digital ecosystem, you might want to think in terms of getting a decent smartphone. It's one of the most important devices that you can have at this time to operate in the digital world. And we need it for so many things. I mean, even today in the pandemic, how much we relied on our cell phone or smartphone, especially for medical appointments. A lot of you were ushered into telemedicine or telehealth through your phone because when they shut down the offices, you could not communicate directly with your healthcare practitioner. But thankfully, they made phone calls to you and they were able to talk to you about how to start doing what's called teleconferencing. Uh, applications like Skype and Zoom and what have you enabled you to maintain your health as much as you possibly could without seeing your doctor or here again, your healthcare practitioner. But more importantly, when you think about your health being delivered over a telephone, that's extraordinary, Bruce. It sure is. I have devices now that connect to my phone that monitor my pulse rate. You can have devices that connect to your smartphone that monitor your uh, your glucose blood sugar at this time. Uh, these uh, watch from Apple is supposed to come out and monitor your glucose. So they're constantly improving their devices so that you can monitor your health, which is important, especially to us baby boomers, because we are on the we have to be concerned about that. So you want to uh, be able to use those devices. And the most important thing that you can have to be able to use them in the future is your smartphone. And again, when you take that smartphone out of the box, it is already filled with applications or apps that can be very useful to you. And you know what, Bruce, I gotta tell you, although I appreciate all the wonderful things that we could do with a, a smartphone, like, you know, of course, besides making a phone call and also getting my voicemail messages that here again, we have to use the answering machine back in the old days. <laughs> but you know, the wonderful role of being able to text people back and forth very quickly, uh, receiving and, 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 and getting, you know, and sending out emails for both personal and professional purposes and being able to use a camera feature and take pictures and, and screenshots and, but I'm telling you, I use my phone a lot for watching TV and viewing movies. I mean, it really has become not only my form of communication, but also entertainment. 
I can't live without my smartphone now. And remember, at one time, again, going back to the past, you had to carry several devices to do all the things that your one smartphone does. You had to carry a camera. Remember those days you had to carry your camera when you went on vacation and you had to pull it out to take pictures of the the landmarks and things that you were seeing on your vacation? You had a separate device as a calculator. I remember my first calculator was a TI-99. <laughs> and I thought I was in heaven because I could do my square roots and cube roots on that calculator. Uh, so... You needed a, rec- a separate recording device. You needed a separate flashlight. So you had all these things on your utility belt. I used to walk around with a belt with things clipped on it, and uh, like a Batman belt. And I had all, a whole lot of different devices that I carried around just to do what your smartphone does right out of the box. Well, I, you know, when you, when you talk about the feature of the camera, I have to admit... It definitely beats those days when I used to have a Kodak Brownie camera. <laughs> and then got a little more money, and I got myself a Polaroid camera. Right. And looking at those pictures now, those pictures are horrible. <laughs> if, the, if they lasted. I, yeah, some of them just completely disappeared. Right. Okay. But now we're talking about pictures in megapixels. And the technology there are in these phones today, in terms of them being cameras, they're truly extraordinary. I mean, we've actually seen people actually make videos, movies, with a high-def camera on a phone. Right. I mean, it's just amazing. The fact that you now could be a, a an artist trying to get into the world of making movies and film, and if you just buy the right kind of phone, you can actually get into that business with a handheld device that's very affordable. So let's, let's jump right in and talk about some of the apps or applications that come with your smartphone that you might want to be familiar with. And that's the things that come right out of the box before you put any new apps on or anything else. One of the first things that you might want to look at on your smartphone is the calculator function. <laughs> and that comes with your smartphone it is there when you get it and calculators are useful if you're in the restaurant you want to calculate the the tip amount i mean you can pull out your calculator and do that you don't have to have a separate item on your belt to use as a calculator they do a whole lot of, of other things too financial calculations are on some of them i don't know because i think you miss your calculator Mm-hmm. I think you like that separate calculator. <laughs> I, I did you, like you, my TI-99. You're trying to impress people. That's, come on. <laughs> you know you missed that. Well, I learned how to use my TI-99 with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right? And the other thing you is your calendar function. Oh. That's on your s- smartphone when you buy it. Oh, yeah. And I think that you should start using that calendar function as soon as you can. Our memories are not necessarily what they used to be. Oh, I, I cannot live without my calendar feature. I'm telling you, uh, and I'm amazed about the fact that because it's the calendar feature, as most of these apps are cloud-based features, and we'll talk about cloud-based features, that I can get my calendar from my phone, my tablet, my computer, my television, 
it is amazing how the calendar just follows you of your entire digital ecosystem. So that no matter where you put it at, when you enter the entry of the calendar, it just follows you. And that's a wonderful thing. And I'm telling you, it keeps you from causing all kinds of conflicts, both in your personal life and your professional life. So when you when you pull out that new phone and you just got your new smartphone, start using the calculator, start using the calendar. The only way to get comfortable with these new devices is to use them. Stop being afraid of them. They're only here to help you. They're only here to make your life easier. And like we were saying earlier, it's not anything new. We're just transforming into new devices that do more with with less effort. And for me, I was never really an avid uh, picture taker, except when I had my brownie, my Kodak brownie in my Polaroid. But now, because of the ease of use of using my cell, my cell phone, my smartphone, uh, I take a, a lot more pictures now. Uh, I'm a lot more observant and look for opportunities to take pictures. And the fact that I can take a picture and share it with someone so easily by texting it and right. share that experience very quickly, and it is phenomenal. And uh, sometimes we get great laughs, and and then you can start to post those pictures as we do with social media, and you start to create this world of connectivity with other people just because something you saw that was impressionable to you, and you can share experience with other people so quickly. And what other things on your smartphone? You have a voice recorder on your smartphone that comes with the smartphone. <clears throat> voice recorder, you can record messages to yourself uh, things that you want to remember to do you can record uh, messages that you can send to other people by sharing them over a text but the voice recorder function can be very useful just like you had a digital transcribing recorder that you carried around to uh, transcribe a letter for your secretary you can use the voice recorder on your phone to do the same thing. Uh, you know what? But one thing I still love about my smartphone is the fact that you have access to a browser to the internet. Because now, whenever something occurs or you want to experience something, at your fingertips, you can research something so quickly. Um, if you hear something on the radio, watch something on the te television, and you want to find out a little bit more about something, just simply go into that space and just type something in, hit the enter key, and man, you get bombarded with a wealth of information, all because you now have a browser at your fingertips where before we'd actually have to go to a computer to do that. And what browser should we all use? Uh, well, God. we could debate that all day long, Bruce, <coughs> but you know what? I think that you should, sometimes you just have to go with the 800-pound gorilla. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And that right now is Google. Yeah, I, I agree. In fact, it, it has become part of the lingo. Just say Google it. Yeah. And what we're talking about is it's a world of information. You can type in a few words regarding the subject matter that you want to find out about. And Google will send you a ton of information on that uh, subject that you were looking at. So, 
There are other browsers out there. Oh, yeah, and they're good. And they're good. But I think the one that's going to be around in the future and the one that has the ease of use that you might want because you don't want to spend a lot of time figuring the thing out is the Google. So go to your Google browser. It comes on your smartphone. And you can look up anything you want. And, you know, and we're not making a plug for Google because we're not getting any kind of affiliate marketing fee or anything like that. This is the fact that we want to keep this very simple for you. You certainly have the luxury of changing out a browser. But here again, we want you to have instant success when you get your device. And you'll have plenty of time to experiment with other browsers as, as well as other apps, as we'll talk about in the future. But what we want you to understand is that when you get your smartphone, it is fully functional and very productive right out the box. Right. Once you get that charge, and sometimes, most of the times you buy a new phone and it's fully charged, but you just plug it in for like about a half an hour and you're good to go. You can start enjoying this device literally out of the box. And don't forget some of the other things like a flashlight. Oh. You're sitting in the restaurant, the, the lights are kind of dim, it's hard to see the menu well. Even after you put on your readers, you can't see the menu because it's too dark. So you take out your cell phone, your smartphone, and you turn on the flashlight feature. Now you have a flashlight. You can see where you're going, uh, and you can see what you want to read on that menu. So those are that's another function that the smartphone has right out of the box. Other than that, you have your photos. You can take your photos like Mike was talking about. And you can take movies with your smartphone. It takes moving pictures as well. So, like we said, we want you to be able to take it out of the box and have a positive experience with it. But you cannot be afraid to open an app and start using it. Now, we just talked briefly about the key... Uh, apps that are readily installed on your device. But another app that's very important is a settings app on your phone. Now, we're not going to get too much, not in too much detail about the settings app. We just wanted to conclude our presentation today just to get you familiar with how we're going to approach the subject matter and how we're going to educate you on how to use these devices. But here again, of all the apps that we just talked about, the settings is just as important as those others are. And we'll briefly talk about, you know, the location aspect of it and Bluetooth and airplane mode and the display and all that good stuff. But we just wanted to get started to let you know how you're going to interact with us and how we're going to interact with you and the things we're going to talk about to give you a much more comfortable feeling about using these devices and these technologies. Right. In the future... We plan to talk about uh, how your phone will connect to your smart home. We'll talk about things regarding uh, doing telehealth uh, with your physician or doctor. Uh, we're, we'll talk about a whole lot of things in the future as we go forward, all of which we'll talk about from the standpoint of we have done it. We have tried the devices, we have tried a lot of the applications, and we're going to suggest to you the ones that might be useful to you almost immediately so that you don't have to think about it. Just start using it. And in closing, the one thing we want you to understand is, one, 
you do have a digital ecosystem. And secondly, don't sweat the tech. Just talk with us at Tech Connect.